Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. It's Friday again. It's the extra edition. Rich is here. I'm here. He looks confused for some reason. It's just because it's Wednesday and you said it was Friday. Yeah, but the people who are listening, it's Friday, isn't it? I know, I know. But that's why I've made a face and didn't say anything until you did. Yeah. Well, saying that, lots of people don't really listen to us on Friday. They spread it out for the week. So it could be Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So any day you're listening, welcome. How are you? You know, how am I or how are the listeners? Well, I was asking how they, the listeners. They can't answer you. I know, so. that's why I left it a gap. Jesus. Anyway, Rich, how are you? How have you enjoyed? Because last week we thought it was hot. Oh, and my then, days. And then we've had the mini heat wave. I think we've had our British summer. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I genuinely hope it doesn't get hotter than that. <laughs> I'm giving serious thought to investing some money into air conditioning for the house. Um, and yeah, I think that. It got it got just slightly hotter than the surface of the sun in in my house. For ginger people like myself, that was not ideal weather. No, like I hope you hid inside your house with all the windows and doors I shut. I did, but I'm, I'm a weird ginger. Closed. I'm a weird ginger person because I quite like the heat. Mm, not that heat though. I'd walk out and just spend a couple of minutes just going, "Wow." That, yeah. that is wow I, I had to do that a few times or a few times I had to go outside and like every time I went out I was like whoa that is really hot you had to experience <laughs> it right because this yeah yeah I'm about to say it may never happen again but global warming it's going to mm, happen it's gonna every happen few again, years yeah. so but it's the yeah. first time in a while well it's the first time ever that the UK has been that hot and where we were, we got, I think we got to thirty nine forty. I think I think we did. Well, I don't think we quite got to forty. It's thirty. I think we're like thirty nine, thirty nine point six or something. Like right. Anna was, my wife was put, like checking the, checking the the uh, the uh, the weather office yeah. all the time. Going like, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. So to put that into context of how crazy that is, I've been into the Sahara Desert. When I was in the Sahara Desert, the hottest it got was forty one degrees. And it was very nearly that hot in Bedfordshire. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, we could have gone to the cinema. We were planning to do a review episode this yes. week. Yeah. We decided not to. I 
decided to stay at home and not go outside. I sort of wish I had. Me for too. Those two hours of air conditioning, plus the air conditioned car journey to and from the cinema. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. my reason for not going is because I struggle saying rail- railway. I can't say rail railway. Railway. <laughs> I really got a railway. So we were going to do the railway children returns. Mm, yeah. Um, we decided but not to. Essentially, all the roads melted and we couldn't. <laughs> Traffic was nuts. Trains were nuts. So what are we doing instead? Rich looked into his anniversary diary of sequels. Yeah. And what did yeah. you find? What I found was there is... An, an anniversary of the release of a of a movie, a sequel mm. on this actual day that we're recording, not that it's released. <laughs> so we're recording this on the twentieth of July. Um, so the twentieth of July, twenty twelve, which is ten years ago. That doesn't. That feels like it doesn't feel like ten years. Can I just say, Rich put both his hands up to show ten years of digits. I did. Yeah, yeah. Podcasting. Yeah. That's for best. you, mate. That's for okay. you. Um, yeah, so 10 years ago, The Dark Knight Rises was released. The third instalment in Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy. And I think the most maligned of the three. Yeah, it's been very... Well, we talked about it a lot on our interview mm. episodes. It's come out a lot. We know that Jack from The Sequelizers really doesn't like it. Yes. <laughs> Good stories, why? Go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> He's not a fan. <laughs> Should not listen to someone else's, uh, like, you know, sadness. But it is good. Um, but we talked about because it's come a lot, a lot on the disappointing side. Mm. And I, I've given it a bit of a kick in, to be honest. Mm. And I was, and I haven't watched it in years. And I've been putting it off mainly because I thought someone would pick it. And I thought yeah. that would give me an opportunity to revisit it and... And watch it again. So I did yesterday, and you watched it today, didn't you? I did, yeah. When was the last time you watched it? Oh, don't tell me. Last time I watched it was actually not that long ago. So about six six months ago, I watched all three of them. Like, I just felt like, yeah, I did a a marathon and watched all three. I don't think I've returned to it since maybe 2014. When I saw it, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, it did really did a number on me. I didn't really like it, so I've kind of stayed away from it. And what did you think on your rewatch? I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's as bad as people say. It might have been the heat, <laughs> but it definitely wasn't as bad. I mean, it's still not as good as the other two. It's got flat spots. Yeah. It's definitely not as... I, I completely understand it being people's most disappointing because the down it, there is a definite downshift from... The Dark Knight mm. to to Dark Knight Rises. There's a definite downshift. It's definitely not as good, but it's not a bad movie considering no. some of the stuff that that DC have been churning out. It's maybe pretty high quality. Maybe really. It was either that or the heat. Then I was just sitting there going, "You know what? This is all right in some places." It is. It is. No, I I completely agree with you. I do agree. There are, like I say, there are flat spots, and it's like in Formula One when they get a flat spot on their tire. And then that make, that bangs all the way down the like down the road. Yeah, you know it, those, those flap spots do stick, and we'll talk about some of those. But uh, there are kind of weird plot holes and and things wrong with it. But it's quite fun. Fun's a stretch, but okay. So let me tell. Let's go. We'll go through what we normally do. Tell me about your first viewing experience ever of the Dark Knight Rises. I have thought about this, and I cannot remember. Can you not? When I watched it the first time, I've got literally no memory of watching it. So, 2012, 
I was probably drunk. <laughs> it's a good year. Twenty twelve like was a really year. good year. <laughs> I, mean, I think I think twenty twelve was when I was living in London. I didn't have a lot of money, so I wasn't really going to the cinema very much at that point. But I was drinking a lot. That's why probably why I didn't have a lot of money. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember seeing it. So sorry. <laughs> I remember seeing it very vividly because because I, the Dark Knight was my first ever IMAX experience. Okay, and I was like, oh, I've got to try and. Relive. I think it was a lot of people's first yeah, IMAX experience. I've got to relive that experience. So mm. I booked it in. I went with my brother. We went to Nando's beforehand. I had a full Nando's card. One of them were stamped. Kids, if you're listening now, Nando's not always you know like a credit card Digital, thing. Yeah, it was a stamp they did. And I was so proud I was going to get a full chicken. I went to order it, showed my card. And at that point, my evening got the start. First kick in, apparently had expired. Oh, so, no. Yeah, I didn't get my full chicken. So I thought, okay. Joking. Okay, that's okay. I'd have been so upset. Yeah, I did. I was pretty upset, to be honest. I still remember it quite well. And then I thought, oh, at least we still got Batman. And uh, it came out on the 20th. And I'm pretty sure I saw it in the first few days. Mm. Maybe not the first day, because I'm actually of the Dark Knight Rises. It would have been mental on the first yeah. day but knew enough for people to be dressed up as Batman when I went and saw it wow really so, yeah 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 and I remember I was so pumped because The Dark Knight is next tier sequels isn't it yeah it's, oh god yeah, yeah it's, it is yeah, in it's... our unequal sequel hall of fame I would yeah, say god tier yeah absolutely so expectations were beyond high mm. beyond high I, I can't and 2012 was such a good year for me I really enjoyed 2012 and I come out of it I was so disappointed, so crushingly disappointed, angrily disappointed. And that has lived with me until yesterday. Wow. I mean, a, a good thing this podcast has done is help you exercise that demon, Dave. Well, yeah, it gives me... Because I knew, I knew when we started, I thought, this is going to come up at some point. It has to. Yes is worst was always going to be my thought. I thought this someone would pick this as worst. And it came up a lot as disappointing. And now that I've watched it, I rewatched it, there is certain bits I really don't like still. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But you know what? I sat there and I enjoyed it. And that's the first time that's ever happened. So that's a plus. Okay, well, that's I mean, good. It's not Dark Knight level. It's not no. Batman Begins level. No. But it is solid. It is a well-made film. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate the soundtrack, the music yesterday. Their hands the in visual score. effects are incredibly good. Visual effects are very good. But there's other points, the plot points, like you said, some of the choices of the actors yeah. have made. The lack of Batman sometimes. Mm. And yeah. the use of Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character. Well, still boggles my mind that storyline. I think they were trying to set up something else, weren't they? Oh, just let's let's see it then. But anyway, mm. what did you think? I I I mean, like you, I can understand why you would have hated it in the cinema because there was apparently the cinematic release they got the 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 mix wrong essentially, and it was virtually impossible to hear anyone speaking, especially Tom Hardy. I thought that was to do with the 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 pre roll bit they showed before. Mission Impossible oh, okay. Protocol. I, I didn't say that because I read an article about it today. And they cleaned and it, it basically up. And they, if anything, they've cleaned it up too much. Well, they said in this, the article I read today that essentially the first the first month or so of cinematic release was, oh, a, different, yeah. was a different version than, than the version you'll see now. 
essentially they they yeah the the they the soundtrack and the audio they mixed the the vo- the vocals they mixed wrong essentially so wow. the soundtrack and the vocals clashed so much and because Tom Hardy is quite muffled and putting on his silly voice then <laughs> nobody could understand what the hell he was saying so yeah and, uh, uh, like I say that's an article I read today so I didn't know that until today because I listened I watched it today and I was like it's a lot clearer than I thought it was. That I remember it being. If anything, it's too um, clear. It's too clear now. Mm, yeah. Well, ho, ho, ho. I, I watched it on my like crappy little bed- bedroom TV because because <laughs> like I was trying to keep out of the way of George doing his stuff because it's not really a George level movie. I was about um, to say, is this you one what you watch with your kid? No, no. Um, so yeah, I think back backs breaking and you know stuff getting blown up and things. No. Not yet. He's desperate to watch the Venom movie, and I'm not letting him watch that yet. Yeah, so, that is more yeah, violent. Is, yeah, he's yeah, he's not watching this one for a while. But yeah, it's better. Like you, I think it's it's better than than either my memory of it is, or when I'm speaking to other people, I think it's better than it gets credit for. Yeah. But that still doesn't mean it's good. I think it's it's. Oh, I think Anne Hathaway is very good in it. But her character is kind of pointless. Like, There's lots of characters in this film that are kind of pointless, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I mean the whole kind of um, Marianne Cotillard as you know, spoilers, people. For just if you haven't seen old. this movie, it's a ten-year-old movie. But Marianne Cotillard as the the daughter of Ra's al Ghul. Did you see that coming when you first saw it? I don't know. I can't remember when I first saw oh, it, Dave. But damn it. you know, I think. I think I, did, I don't think I had seen it coming to be honest. I don't think I did a, either. She's such I'm a nothing character in it. Yeah. That I didn't even register her. So maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point is that she's supposed to be such a nothing character. In that case, she played it brilliantly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that's more the writing than her acting because she's a great actor. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and obviously there's lots of complaints about Tom Hardy's Bane not being very well. Bane like. <laughs> I, I don't have a problem a funny with voice. that. I don't have a funny with that. I, I, I actually, the voice I have a problem with. I don't have a problem with the voice. What accent is he going for? Well, who cares what accent he's going for? Honestly, I, I, don't, I don't. It doesn't it doesn't bother me, really. Like I think that you know he's going to. He, he's just yeah. I, I think it's okay. I think if you're essentially having your face injected with painkilling drugs all the time, your voice might sound a bit funny. Is that what's going on? That's the mask, yeah. The mask is basically like stopping him being in crippling pain. Right. So I just thought it was helping him breathe. No, well, I think maybe it's both. But yeah, he definitely says at one point, you know, the mask stops me being in, in debilitating pain, essentially. It'd be incredibly painful. For you. <laughs> Quite like that bit. Quite like the, the, the aeroplane bit at the, the start where they you know, do the daring James Bond-esque it's it's a, a bit yes. like a James Bond, isn't it? Like where they they use a bigger plane to steal to hijack a little plane. That was um, the bit they had before Ghost Protocol, Mission okay. Impossible. That was and yeah, that was all in IMAX and it looked great. And I still don't yeah. have a problem with that. And I was like, oh, good, yes, mm. here we go. Yeah. I mean, I can't stand a word the man's saying. <laughs> yeah, but I think where it loses me is about the what two hour mark i guess <laughs> it's an hour and 37 minutes 
including credits. So it's what we're saying. It's what, two, two hours and 37 minutes? Yeah, sorry. You just hours. said an hour and 37 minutes. It's the heat it got It's definitely not, mate. <laughs> two hours, 37 minutes, I think. Yeah, I think it's about the, yeah, I think it's about the two hour mark that I kind of give up with it. I think the last half an hour is just. Yes, it gets a bit cheesy, doesn't it? It does get very cheesy. When it, they start, uh, the, the armies run towards each other. Yeah. The policemen. Yeah. Yeah, that's all quite uh, cheesy. Batman doesn't, just to let you know, Batman doesn't turn up until, until about 44 minutes. No. I mean, Bruce Wayne is in it, though, isn't he? Like, yes. Do you mean as, as actual Batman? As actual Batman, a man yeah. in a Batman suit. I mean, Alfred disappears for basically an hour and a half, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> Where's he gone? He Where's was he busy. Gone? All this is going on. Where, where's Alfred? What's he doing? He would have returned, right? Yeah. Well, Wayne Manor's in Gotham, right? Yeah, like, I suppose he could. He's on the island, isn't it? Or is it not? The island looked all buildings to me. Yeah, that is a very isn't. good point. I've never really thought about that. Maybe Wayne Manor's not on the island. I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But if he if he saw oh Gotham's in trouble and Bruce Wayne is not picking mm. up his phone, then maybe he would have tried to get back into Gotham to see what was going on. Okay, so first first plot hole for me. Go on. Right, they're on the island. They've blown all the bridges. No mm-hmm. one can get on or off. Mm-hmm. How the fuck does Batman get on? Well, <laughs> obviously he's Batman. Because Bruce just shuffles up. Like, yeah, he has. Climb, climbs his way out of a big hole in God knows where. And then 10 minutes later, he's back in Gotham, which is completely closed off. He has no money at that point either. No. How's he got there? The ways of persuasion. <laughs> Maybe there's a tunnel. He what swam. From, like... Like across the Nepal or wherever he was. Yeah, (laughs) it did annoy me. Yeah, it did annoy me. So he was in that hole for five months or four months, maybe a month to get back. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Rich. I wasn't really thinking about that point. That's you know, yeah. So that's a big plot hole for me. It's like, what the hell happened there? That Mm. just makes no sense. There's only one scientist in the whole world that can turn off a nuclear bomb. Now that's not true. That's not that's, right. That that no, not buying that. I'm sure <laughs> they had five months to find someone. For the rest of the world going. Come on, let's put let's get together here, guys. It's like who invented it? Well, he did, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but he didn't build it. It wasn't just him on his own, was it? Someone else would. That's not how things work, you know. It's not how nuclear reactors work. There's not okay. one person in the whole world that can do this stuff. I'm not a nuclear person. We need Jack from Sequelizers because he did physics at university and he's like, speaking as a, phys- as a physician, the physician, not a physician. No. <laughs> a physician's a doctor. <laughs> speaking as a physics graduate. There we go. That ain't going to happen. That's not real. So well, I'm taking Jack's word on that. Absolutely. No, but most of this wouldn't be real. Yeah, well, of course it wouldn't. But, you know, that just seemed nonsense to me, though. There's one bloke in the whole world that can turn the bomb off. Nah, not having it. Yeah. Do you... Let's go... I want to quickly talk about the ending. Yeah. Did he make it out? Is that is that at the end? Is that Alfred looking across and seeing Bruce? Well, that's what they... In Florence? That's what they're inferring, isn't it? Or is that just Alfred's happy imagination? Well, there's a, a bit... The scene before that where they go, Oh, the autopilot's been fixed. Like in the six months ago, somehow completely blown up plane. Like, don't get that. So yeah, Batman somehow yeah, magically fixed it. That must it. be a different plane then, right? Well, how can it be? <laughs> I don't. 
I don't understand that either. Maybe Lucius Fox had a, like another also, prototype laying around. Wouldn't the whole area be irradiated if that's a nuclear bomb? It's, it might be a new kind of nuclear bomb. Oh, okay. Because it wasn't designed to be a bomb, was it? It was supposed to be an energy source. Exactly, yeah. So okay. it maybe hasn't got the radiation, but it has got the power. Mm, I'm not buying that either. <laughs> <laughs> just try there's kids growing up in Gotham with like three arms right now because of that bomb <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah okay alright then so Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character who is essentially Robin yeah we are led to believe when we find out at the end that his name is actually Ugh. Robin Ugh. Robin's name isn't Robin by the way <laughs> yeah like, it's been lots of different people but you know well, the first, the first one's, one's Dick, Dick, Dick Grayson. Grayson yeah yeah so, yeah. not Blake, whatever he was saying for most of the I film as well. John, John, something wasn't it? So their intentions, right? Or uh-huh. was to lead on? I don't know if it ever was their intention. Maybe because they kept saying Batman is not a person; it's a symbol for hope. Anyone mm. can play Batman. Yeah. And at the end, they just wanted to say, "Hey, this guy could be Batman." I w- would. You have liked, would you have liked? Would you? No, but he would have been Batman. Well, yeah. He would have been so, Batman. That's what yeah, they're saying. Yeah, he goes to the Batcave, doesn't he? So Yeah. So he was never yeah. going to be Robin. That was just a... That was something for the, the audience weird, weird to go... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, yeah. one of those two. You would have had one of those two things. Would you have liked to have seen a Joseph Gordon-Levitt Batman film? I think he could do it. I think he's, he's got a the brilliant chops. actor. Uh, and I think his he plays his part very well in this film. Mm. I just don't think there's any point. No. No, he's basically, he's more young Commissioner Gordon than he is Robin. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, I don't, it's, there's nothing he doesn't, he, because obviously Gary Oldman goes missing for, for a big chunk of it as well, doesn't he? Was everyone else busy during filming of this? I don't Did know, just... I guess so. Like, loads of people just disappear, don't they? They're like, better get Matthew Modine in to fill the, <laughs> it's like, huh, didn't remember him being in it, but. No, where's he come from? And then he, he wants to, doesn't want to fight but then he gets all heroic and then he dies and you don't give a shit mm, they have true. no feelings towards the man so no, in no. that weird fight at the end do you know what i did realize today that i'd never realized about this film before is that juno temple is in it for about three scenes yeah yeah she's a <laughs> catwoman's like, yeah catwoman's mate girlfriend mate? not sure yeah buddy not, maybe poison ivy don't know just sort of Slight hints at that. Um, that would have been good. It would have been, yeah. But yeah, I, was, I don't I was, know I if Paul's and Ivy would work well in this this world, though. This no, universe, no, probably not. But then you know, they bring bring uh, um, what's his name, Killian Murphy, back for some pointless stuff as well. I mean, that was nice. Yeah, exile or death. Yeah, we go for death. Basically, Great. robbed that from Transformers the movie. Oh, <laughs> didn't know that either. Not quite the same, but yeah. But yeah. What, what were your favourite scenes? What were the good? Because we talked about the bad bits, so like we we think it's too long. Yeah. Jason Gordon-Levitt's bits too bit. The bit plot weird. holes a bit yeah. weird. The ba- the Bane's voice is a bit strange. I mean, I don't hate Bane's voice. I know you do, but I, I don't. It's just hate a it. weird choice. I th- I I like the fight between Bane and Batman. The first one. The set. The, the one where he breaks his back. Yeah, yeah, first um, fight. The first fight, yeah. yeah because yeah. I think you see Batman's fragility. There's a line where Bane says your uh, the time off has weakened you essentially. Your your victory has weakened you. Do you think that was a good choice having like 
eight years like his story like he's been he hasn't done anything for eight years well i think it's a realistic choice because essentially he won the war he was the he, you know and that's you get i i get that i get the idea is that winning makes you weak well he lost but he won in the end of Dark Knight exactly like he, he took got, the fall he... for the murder and then the the bill passed so they could arrest yeah, all the baddies know, baddies basically. with no, very little evidence or whatever <laughs> <laughs> which right? sounds pretty dodgy to me it does, there's one point that sounds pretty dodgy but you're like okay but it has cleaned up the streets of gotham which were overran so mm. i think it's, it's it basically allows them to target organized crime a bit easier than yeah the gangs the, the previously uh, yeah falcones and that and and yeah and i liked i liked the interaction between anne hathaway and christian bale when christian bale is good chemistry yeah there's good chemistry and christian bale when he's Bruce Wayne, I like their interaction between the two of them when he's Bruce Wayne, not not as much when he's Batman. I, don't I really don't think. like it when he talks in Batman voice. No, it's mm. annoying, isn't There's it? something there that just doesn't click for me. Mm. But then for me, these movies have always been about, well, I don't know. Yeah, not so much about Batman as they have been about the baddies. But then I guess Batman's always like that for me. It's always like the baddies. Do you think the baddies are <laughs> as good in this one they are? Because... Killy Murphy in Batman Begins is really quite good, and the the gang yeah, stuff's yeah, really true. interesting. And obviously, Heath Ledger's the Joker is just well next level. And then you've got that music that goes with each Heath Ledger, mm. which, which I always compare to the Jaws music. Yeah, and Bane, he is intimidating. Tom Hardy, the size of him, yeah, he had, yeah. To, he had to wear heels to make himself taller. Did he? But, yeah, yeah. He? Okay. But the, the but sheer he's physically intimidating. Physically right? intimidating. He, yeah, absolutely. And he carries that very well as Bane. The and only I issue like I've got the, Bane is the voice. Yeah, I like the backstory. I like Bane's story yeah. of this. Uh, yeah. Pit the. You. I like I, the pit stuff. You already adopted the dark. I was born in it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, many that was me deliberately voices. not putting on his actual voice. I was oh, just do, have, a, have an actual go. No, no. It. It's going to be very similar, listeners. It would be very similar. <laughs> the fire rises. <laughs> and I kind of get the... He's almost got, goes down the kind of incel, white supremacist kind of route a bit, doesn't he? Populist yeah. kind of route, Bane. He always kind of... We've heard politicians talk in that kind of language so maybe it was a little bit before its time yeah because it was slightly before kind of trump and all that kind of stuff wasn't it yeah and i think that's what it's trying to kind of come up you know come up against isn't it is that yeah. you know maybe rally against the goodness <laughs> that kind of thing yeah i did enjoy when batman returns as in not the film batman returns but the first scene when he, he comes back and he's in the suit in the car and they're driving through that tunnel, the lights start mm. going off. He's not in the car. Is he in the bike at that point? He's on the, he's on the bike, I think. Very cool, he's on the bike. Yeah, the, the impossible bike that you wouldn't be able to ride. Absolutely not, but it looks good. <laughs> and then one pl- an old and experienced policeman's really excited to see him. He's like, you're going to yeah, yeah. see a show tonight. I was like, that's a good line. <laughs> that's good. That and good. then the young, the young one who's heard all the story, the negative stories, is like, let's shoot him. <laughs> That's, that's quite that is a good bit actually and, and batman just turns around and he's like sorry <laughs> that that chase really works it's a really good introduction to batman again it mm. just annoys me it takes 40 minutes to get that point because i'm yeah. a, i'm annoyed that he's away for eight years then he comes back gets his back broken and then he's away for another period of time mm. i don't know it's something in my head again i'm like oh god 
Because game back just breaks. Let him be I mean, back repairs relatively well, doesn't it? Oh, this is what I wanted to talk to a doctor about this. Because <laughs> vertebrae was popping out of his back. The guy yeah. punched it back was in. Tom, was it Tom Conti? Was it Tom? Who was? Who is that guy? I have no idea. But isn't he uh, up, like the dad? The dad of the English woman in Friends punched oh, him in the side, <laughs> hurt him, and then put a rope round him. Told him, "Yes, sir." be on a rope until we can stand and that can't be the way to fix a broken back you wouldn't have thought and then the next so. thing you see him doing is sit ups and press ups yeah yeah that does all seem a bit too rapid doesn't and also it? that jump didn't look far well i i couldn't have done it <laughs> maybe in younger days <laughs> i don't think i could have done it in younger days to be fair <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get climb up there. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't have got up there in the first place. <laughs> I'm stuck in this hole. You must have yeah. good drainage. I would have just been like, oh, I live here now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's light. It's up there. Yeah. It's got stairs I, mean, I can work out on. Well, I was thinking that. Like, how how do they get food and stuff down they, there? Do people they? must drop it down. Yeah, I guess they must do. And they? the rope that's up there that was just conveniently left up there. Yeah. Yeah, what was that? Yeah. And, mm, I don't know. There's a lot of... Yeah, It seemed to be in Morocco or somewhere, do you reckon? Uh, oh, I thought it was like Nepal or somewhere like that. Somewhere like... Yeah, somewhere, like, somewhere sort of Indian subcontinent. It is Tom Conti, the prisoner. So there, there you go. go. I don't know who that is. He's a famous British actor and he's Nina Conti's dad. Oh, I know who she is. The puppet woman. Yeah, yeah. He's her dad. There you go, listeners. There you go. Yeah. Don't say we give you useless information. <laughs> Do you think this did a good job of wrapping up a trilogy? Um. Well, it left a lot open. <laughs> it hinted. It, also at, it hinted at a lot more to come, though, didn't it? Yeah. You know, it's kind of it. It wrapped up. It, it it wrapped up Bruce Wayne's kind of journey, I suppose. And it more wrapped up Alfred than anyone else. <laughs> He retired. Yeah. Good on him. retired to the south of France. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else is kind of a bit more open. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a great rap. I've been a lot more negative about this film than I'm meant, I meant to be, to be honest. It's not a bad movie. I did have fun watching it. Well, so I, this is what I asked you earlier. I asked you what you liked about it, and you told me like one thing, and then you instantly <laughs> went back on negative things. I'm sorry. I like the action. The action's really good. The set pieces are good. The It looks um, great. It looks amazing. It looks I mean, brilliant. let's not argue. This is a Christopher Nolan film and this yeah. is you know, pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. He knows he knows how to Some of the performances are, are are really good. Like like I'd say, like um like Anne Hathaway's performance I think is is really good. Like it's the probably the best performance I've seen her do, I think. Maybe mm. I can't. The eight minutes she does in Les Mis. True, true. Yeah, maybe she eight just minutes in has that. to cry while someone's cutting her hair off. Yeah. While singing a song. I mean, it's hey, That's got to be hard to do, though, right? It's quite yeah. a spectacular performance. And you yeah, can ask, like, that's true. Oh, I can see why she won the Oscar. I mean, she's not in this film much, but that's good acting. Yeah, true. So, yeah, and, and also um, she's really good in uh, Breakback Mountain as well, isn't she? Ah, oh, yeah, she is. So, I always forget about that one. She's a good actor, and, and I think it was a really good performance. I just think her character was kind of a bit wasted so anyway there are really good performances in it there are really good performances in it there are 
there is the semblance of a good movie here. There are just some bits that make it a bit clunky. So yeah. uh, clunky is a nice word, I think. Hmm. It's not a smooth ride, no. but it's so much better than I remembered. Good. So much better. I'm glad. I'm glad. And, and you know, for that, I got to applaud it. And I'm not going to be afraid to watch it again. Um, because you know, sometimes there's other films like, oh my God, it could be worse than I remember. You tend to head, watch all three. I've, I've watched the marathon. This, <laughs> I've watched the second one quite a lot because mm. I'm pretty sure every time someone picks it, we've I've watched it. Because <laughs> it's a fair. great, it's a great film. I'd watch yeah. just clips of Heath Ledger doing his thing on YouTube, just his scenes. That's fair enough. Yeah, I take. That. I think it's yeah. magic. And like I said, out of the three, I would say this is the weakest. Um, do you reckon what happened? What would you say if they like Christopher Nolan suddenly announced he's doing? A fourth one as Joseph and Gordon Levitt as Batman. Would you be Ooh. excited for that? Yeah, of course I would. Of course I would. I don't think Christopher Nolan makes bad movies. I think maybe this is his worst movie. Oh, okay. I would say Insomnia. Oh, well, I mean, Insomnia is a remake. Is it? Um, yeah, yeah. Insomnia is a remake. Didn't know that. Um, I, I got really angry because uh, I knew who the killer is. The detective knew who the killer is. Everyone knew who the killer was. And yet it kept going. Uh, I don't <laughs> like the end of Interstellar. With the bookshelf alien bit. Okay. Yeah, but it's like not... And and Tenant is okay, the best yeah. film I've ever understood I've ever enjoyed that I've least understood. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've watched it a few times That's now. That's fair. Ten- I was I was gonna say possibly Tenant is No, Tenant's great. I just don't know what's going on. Mm, yeah, true. I still don't know. <laughs> anyway, really I'm sticking by it. it. I'm sticking by it. I still think because I quite like Insomnia. Um but I like that kind of Again, do you know what? Thing. I haven't seen Insomnia since I saw it in the cinema. Okay. So if I went back and watched it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is a good movie now. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sure it's a remake. I'm, I've, I've, I've dismerched it a bit now, but, yeah, it's. I'm sure Insomnia was a remake. He's made good films. Memento's a good film. Inception's a great film. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's a remake of a 1997 Norwegian film. Well, didn't know that. When did that come out? Insomnia, yeah. 2002. I remember that. I remember that very well. 20 years 20 ago, 20 years ago. 20 years ago. I'm getting so <laughs> Yeah, long time ago, mate. Long oh, time God. Ago. So, yeah, I, I, I'm sticking by it. I still think it's Christopher, Christopher Nolan's worst movie. What would you rate um, it? But, like I said, I don't think he makes bad movies. So, I would still give it, I'd still give it a solid five out of seven, I think. Yeah, because so I still liked it. I remember em- Emily Murray coming on this podcast and say it's a f- it's she five star a five star out of five. Yeah, stunner. And I was like, bah. no, and it's not. It's not <laughs> Emily. It's, it's not. Oh yeah, it probably isn't for me, but you know. But it's better than I thought. Mm. I would say a four out of seven as well. I said a five oh. out of seven. Oh, but yeah. four out of seven for me. Fair enough. But saying that, I gave minions three and a half. <laughs> I think you gave Minions four. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, ask away. So it's, it's as good as Minions, <laughs> Rise of Gru. <laughs> no, I enjoyed this more than Minions, Rise of Gru, I yeah. have to say. Yeah, me too, me too. <sighs> I mean, it, I think it it definitely has a rewatch value. You know, it's definitely... Yeah, I'd, I'd probably watch it again tomorrow. If you guys out there are like Dave and you've not watched it for a long time, I think it's worth a go. It's worth a go. Ten years, it's it's aged well. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think in ten years it'll still hold up pretty well. 
Yeah. There's nothing here that would really age it, I don't think. No, I don't think so. I mean, it, it looks great in like high definition. It mm. looks really good. And the sound, well, the, right, Rich says at the beginning of the episode, is being cleaned up now. Yeah, it's very clean. <laughs> and too, is it an like unequal sequel? Too clean, probably. Um, yeah. Of course, it's an unequal sequel because it's nowhere near as good as the, the one before it. So No, or know. the one before that. All the way for that, yeah. But is it a satisfaction? Well, no. You know what? I quite, yeah. quite liked it. And I mean, did he get his happy ending? I'm one of those people that thinks on the positive side. So that yes, he <laughs> somehow did get out of that thing that mm. exploded two minutes after. He swam somewhere. Somehow avoided all the nuclear. He didn't plan. Out. He didn't plan for to carry the bomb out to the bay. That's not. No. Didn't no. plan that. I, I I have no idea how he would have got out. But yeah, exactly. And then went and lived somewhere with the Catwoman woman, who I've got. Maybe. Selena Kyle. There we go. Thank you. Do you know what I, I did want to say, though? This What's is that? better than the Batman. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah. Well, I certainly enjoyed it more. I don't think, I don't know if it's better because I, I probably want to watch the Batman again. Oh, God, I'm going to watch that again. I think that's brilliant now. <laughs> no, I, I don't think you are. Um, but I do want to watch the Batman again before I'm too harsh with it. But I certainly enjoyed watching Dark Knight Rises more than I did enjoy watching the Batman. Okay, I'm going to throw some Batman films at you. Okay, yeah. Okay, Batman or Robin or this? This. <laughs> Batman or this? What the Tim Burton Batman? Yep, first one. Tim Burton Batman, because I love it. Batman Returns or this? Batman Returns. Because I Batman I love Forever it. or this? Uh, this. <laughs> this i think Actually, I, I still stand by old forever <laughs> uh batman thought of justice whatever it's called oh definitely this that's a big yeah there we go <laughs> batman versus superman it. dawn of justice that could get in the bin and never get out again yeah happy 10th anniversary i'm sure we'll look back in a 20th anniversary and be like yeah it's still good yeah i think uh, so it's better than i thought thank you for making me watch it podcast <laughs> You had choices. You had choices. Should we just say what the other choices were? Uh, okay. If I can remember, I, Men in Black 2 was Men one Men in Black them. 2 was one. Austin Powers Gold Member was the other. Yes. Yeah. They were both 25 years old, I think. I, believe. I mean, I remember going to see Gold Member twice when it was released because I said yes to different people to go and watch it yeah. with. Men in Black 2. Go listen to Tim from Surprise episode. Years old. Yeah. Yeah. You know how much I hate that film. And least when I like, we do these anniversary films. We, they're films we haven't watched in a while. Mm, absolutely. And, uh, I know that I hate Men in Black too. So there was another one that so, that we've talked about on the on a on a, on a interview episode what that's that? twenty years old. It was Stuart Little too. Yeah, no, I've never seen it. Again, I'm not <laughs> rushing to see it. it Cameron Frew was very complimentary. Like as his first sequel, he got excited. A bird about. and a, a bird and a mouse in a relationship. Come on. <laughs> hey, there's happen. a bat and a cat fall in love. <laughs> They're people. <laughs> Ten years. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. Absolutely. You've got our stamp of approval. Indeed. And if we get your stamp of approval and you like what you've heard, you think these, you know, enjoy these extra episodes, then make sure you go back and listen to our interview episodes because they're even better. You've got three whole seasons now to go back and listen to because we've just finished season three. Um, and while you're there, if you wouldn't mind giving us a little rating 
like five stars or a heart or a tick or whatever it is that you get on your pod shop of choice. Even if you can drop us a little review, I'm do, I'm miming typing stuff right now. Like I'm I on the, like the end of Murder, She Wrote. Um, yeah, if you could write us a little review, that would be lovely. Uh, we will be back with Series 4 very shortly, as well as some extra bits for you as well. Um, if you'd like to find out about all, that, about all that extra stuff we're going to be doing quite soon, then follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Unequal Sequel, and we'll drop all our information on there. Um, and if you want to get in touch... You can tell us we're completely wrong and insane about Dark Knight Rises if you like. Uh, send us an email, unequalsequel at hotmail.com. We will read out all your messages and talk about all the stuff that we've we've talked about in our monthly roundup episode, which is coming next week. Yeah, I've actually watched some films this year, uh, this week. Month. Oh yeah, me too. I've watched loads oh, I've, this month. I want to talk about. Because I've been because I've been really ill and I've been signed off work. I've watched loads of films and stuff. So I've okay, got I'm loads have to limit to talk you about. Little yeah, bit. yeah, I'm going to have to like cut them down. Top I've three. watched all sorts of sequels and all sorts. Oh my god! Yeah, so I there we go. <laughs> Thank you for everyone for listening. Um, this week has been the first time on a Monday and Tuesday that I've had no podcasting to do. Wow! And I, I actually felt a little bit lost. I sat there last <laughs> night going, "That's normally something I would be doing now. I wouldn't be doing it for long on a night, but long enough or a daytime. Mm. Some point, I I would touch." An edit of a podcast on a yeah. week. Well, we've got we've uh, we're into recording series four now, Dave. So you very know, if you excited. Want to get ahead of yourself and uh, and get editing? Then you good know. point. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty for you to do. <laughs> yep. So, oh yeah, I've just got to put out a bat signal. Um, please send in your thoughts on anything we've spoke about in the last month any of the reviews we've done or the anniversary things so grew a four and die hard four i think they're all the things we've done this month please we want to know your thoughts so email them to the place rich said or dm us on twitter and instagram and i've got nothing else to say but thank you for listening so it is a tatty bye from me and a bye-bye from him bye you guys, you you just rock this week out, okay? <laughs> Bye. You just rock this week out. What do you want? <laughs>